Korean capital, has long restrained U.S. administrations from striking North Korea. To protect South Korea from North Korean missiles, the conservative government of former President Park Yun-hee agreed in July to deploy the Terminal High Altitude Area Defense, or THAAD system. The plan has been controversial in South Korea, with some worried that it would make the South more of a target for North Korean missiles, and others concerned about the economic revenge being exacted by China. The frontrunner to replace Park in a snap presidential election to be held May 9th, progressive politician Moon Jae-in, has promised to review the previous government's decision to host that. Apparently, sensing a worsening political environment, the U.S. military sped up the deployment to try to get everything in place before the election. Wang, the acting president until the election, said South Korea would ensure the early deployment and operation of the THAAD system. He described the relationship as one of totally seamless cooperation. Beijing strongly objects to the THAAD system because it worries that the United States will use the anti-missile batteries-associated radar to snoop on China. China has imposed a painful economic boycott on South Korean exports and is making life difficult for South Korean companies in China. Pence said the United States would press ahead with the THAAD deployment and chastise China for its efforts to pressure South Korea to change its mind. The United States is troubled by China's economic retaliation against South Korea for taking appropriate steps to defend itself, he said. The better path would be for China to address the North Korean threat that is actually making such defensive measures necessary. This is tricky for Washington, requiring the Trump administration to ask Beijing to crack down on North Korea while also accepting the THAAD deployment. Trump, who hosted his Chinese counterpart, President Xi Jinping, in Florida this month and has talked to him again more recently, has repeatedly tweeted that if China does not act on North Korea, the United States will. Pence reiterated that Monday. While issues like that remain, the president and I have great confidence that China will properly deal with North Korea. But as President Trump made clear just a few short days ago, if China is unable to deal with North Korea, the United States and our allies will, the vice president said. Separately, South Korean prosecutors indicted Park on Monday, paving the way for the disgraced former president to go to trial on charges including bribery, extortion, and abuse of power. Arkansas Fights to Carry Out Unprecedented Wave of Executions by Mark Berman In the Washington Post National Section, I'm Sam Scholl. On the eve of what Arkansas officials hope will be the state's first executions in more than a decade, they faced off with death row inmates in multiple legal battles over whether these lethal injections would take place as scheduled. At the heart of the fight is an unprecedented flurry of executions that have pushed Arkansas to the forefront of the American death penalty at a time when states are increasingly retreating from the practice. Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, Republican, scheduled eight lethal injections to take place over an 11-day window, a pace unmatched in the modern era, which he defended as needed because one of the state's drugs is expiring this month and no replacement could be guaranteed amid an ongoing shortage. Hours before the first execution was scheduled to begin, fights continued on several fronts in state and federal court. A federal judge issued an order over Easter weekend staying all the executions, while other court orders had already stayed individual executions and barred the state from using another of its lethal injection drugs. Although most executions are carried out with little public notice, the scheduled lethal injections in Arkansas have reverberated far beyond the state because of the compressed timetable. Death penalty opponents criticized the scheduling, while former corrections officials urged the state to rethink the timeline, warning that it heightened the chances of a mistake. Inmates argued against the three-drug lethal injection protocol Arkansas plans to use, as well as specific elements of their cases and sentences. State officials say their timetable is necessary, 
and that the inmates have used up their appeals and are trying to use the courts to dodge lawful sentences. Some relatives of victims of those killed said they support the executions after long waits. Each of the eight men slated to die was convicted of capital murder, and all were sentenced by the year 2000. Their guilt and the justice of their sentences is beyond dispute, Arkansas officials said in a federal court filing late Saturday. A flurry of late filings are common in the days and hours before a scheduled execution, and it is likely the fight will soon make its way to the U.S. Supreme Court. But adding to the unusual situation in Arkansas, drug companies recently joined the debate, asking courts to block the use of their drugs and, in one case, accusing the state of misleading the company and then going back on a promise to return the drugs. The first of the executions is scheduled to begin Monday evening at a prison 76 miles southeast of the state capital in Little Rock. And, under Hutchinson's original schedule, it was to be followed by another later that night, with three more back-to-back executions set for...